Hey everybody, welcome to Listen Money Matters. Please drink financially. My name is Matt and I'm here as always with Andrew. Andrew, what's up and what are you uh, drinking? Uh, well, first I want to say that, that I, I thought you were going to say it. Please drink responsibly financially. No. That's what I thought. Please drink financially. Okay. Um, but I, I am drinking the... Omegang Abbey Ale, double ale, 8.2% APV, and it is very tasty yeah, and also very heady. Yeah. A lot of, it's got a lot of, uh, what do they mm. call that? It's got a lot of good head, re- you know, it's got good head retention. Is it, is it hoppy? Um, a little bit. Okay. It has a little bit, but you know what they say? Good head is hard to find. In beer? No, they just say in good beer. head is in hard beer. to find. Yes. Um, that, that in also. beer. Right, mm. uh, so that's that's the classiest joke to give at a bar. Everyone, you're welcome. So you today, it's funny because you're drinking beer. I'm not drinking beer, although I should be, even though I told everyone and myself and you guys even stopped me from drinking beer when I was in New York. I am not drinking beer for all of June. However, I am drinking coffee. But today, that didn't, that didn't give you a problem with taking the whiskey and, and oh no, I could downing drink, that. Yeah, and wine. Yeah. I have plenty of wine. Uh, but we are talking today about drinking and saving money while doing so mm. uh a to- you know that's two topics that we like we're gonna mash them together we like saving money we like drinking obviously if you listen to the show at all so that's what we're going to talk about today but before that uh if you guys have any questions about personal finance including income debt budgeting or investing shoot us an email with your question listen money matters at gmail.com and we want submissions for catchphrases at the beginning of the show you can send them via twitter it's at money matters man follow us we are Twitter people, we tweet all. The, I'm 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 on Twitter constantly. So if you're if mm. you want to know who you're talking to, it's Matt. I, well, I'm I'd say a, it's it's ninety percent Matt. Ninety-five percent. Nah, ninety-one and a half percent. Ninety-three percent. Fine, it's deal. So let's get into uh, talking about our topic today, which is mm-hmm. drinking and saving money. Now, two things. Uh Dude, have, that's my catchphrase, dude. Two things. That is your catchphrase. You're right. Uh, there are there are two articles that we looked for and that we knew about, and one is from our friend Kristen Wong, Two Cents the, Life Hacker. She also and writes, the others from. A, from would a, you let oh, me sorry. finish? Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah. Let me finish. Let me give their yeah. proper introductions. I know. All right, but uh, you said that one's from a friend, and I was just going to say the other is from our mortal enemy. And I was in a joke because they're both friends. But go on. I'm at a loss for words at this point. You seem very uh, disturbed. I'm disturbed because I'm trying to give them their their fair share of airtime. Well, they're friends of the show. They'll get their airtime. Kristen Wong from Lifehacker and uh, Get Rich Slowly. She writes for both of those sites. She also has our website, Brokopedia.com, which is where we got this article from. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's about... Saving money on booze. So it's Brokeopedia.com, saving money on booze. And then there's our buddy Thomas Frank from College Info Geek, who actually wrote an article about how it was a money-saving tip about how shots were a waste of money. But then he got some flack for it and kind of turned it, he rewrote it and turned it into an article about saving money on booze in general. He doesn't Wait, did he, did he post the original one up? No, he or, did. He I did. Think- he did. And he got some flack from like commenters. And then he rewrote it and reposted it back. Oh. Okay. That was very classy of him. Yeah. I would not have done that. I would have taken the flack. Well, 
Well, because the, the, the thing was, is he showed us the post and we're like, dude, this is great. Yeah, like, like, we want to use this on Listen Money Matters. And I think that convinced him to not give it to right, us. That's and, true. Yeah, because it was good. Yeah. I mean, it, not, it was, it still is. So I'm going to I'm gonna run through uh, these. We kind of combined them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you to Kristen. Thank you to Thomas for these. And let's let's go. So the first one is, before you leave home, know your number. Now you, Now, you know what that means, right? No, actually, I don't. You don't know what that means. Like, like I'm 29, like that. No, that's your age. Know the number that you're going to spend before you leave the house. So you're uh, so basically you're going to budget yeah. yourself before you leave while you're sober. Okay, that's mm-hmm. the toughest part. The best thing to do, I think, is to go to an ATM, take cash out. That's your number. Leave everything besides your ID at home. Mm. Leave your entire like belongings. Like, what happens if your bill goes over? You wash dishes. You don't. Your bill doesn't go over. All you have is a hundred dollars of cash on you. That's it. It's a lot to spend in a bar. Um, all right, I gave an arbitrary. No, no, number. I, I know, I know. I, I get what you're saying. Fifty You, you seem very testy today. I, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> testy. I'm not testy. Look, I'm, I'm waiting for the caffeine to kick in. I'm drinking uh, my favorite brand of coffee right now. It's called One Village. Um, is it's, this from Starbucks? No, it is. It's called One Village Coffee Specialty Roasters. It's a French roast, uh, and they actually roasted, I think, in New Jersey, up in your neck of the woods. And mm. I buy it from Whole Foods. And I've talked to the uh, the owner's father at Whole Foods. He was he was uh, the owner of the coffee brand or of mm, the whole the owner of the coffee brand. Yeah, mm. it is right now my favorite coffee. I buy it every week. It's excellent. It's excellent. Um, so. Yeah, know the number before you leave the house. While you're sober, kind of like budget yourself. Like, okay, I'm only going to spend $50 at the bar tonight and go get the $50 out in cash and mm. leave all your credit cards at home and all your debit cards at home and bring your ID and that's it. That's all you're going to do. That's an I, excellent idea. That's an excellent idea. I've mm. never done that. Me neither. I should do that. That that stops you from – you look, when that cash is gone, either you're bumming off your friends, which I wouldn't recommend – uh, or you can, um, why wouldn't you recommend it? Isn't that your primary strategy? No, my primary strategy <laughs> is not bumming money, like borrowing money off my friends. Oh no, you don't, you don't borrow. You, you, you drinks are it. bought for me. Mm. Yes. Because of your, your hotness factor. I, that's definitely not it. Uh, it's just, I have friends who like to drink and like to see and like to get other people drink. I think they like to see me drunk. They like to get me hammered. So I think it's just like, whatever. And plus, it's just easy sometimes. Like, I'm I'm very, uh, like, I'm not going to be proactive in going to the bar and ordering a drink. I'm not a proactive person in that, in that sense. I Believe it or not. So, mm. they're like, they're, you know, so somebody goes, so my friends will go to the bar because they're proactive in drinking. And they'll just buy, like, a bunch of beers and bring it to the table. And then everyone, you know, enjoys them. Uh, or, or whatever. And shots, of course. Uh, so, that's that's the first uh, tip from Tom. That was Thomas's tip. Uh, Thomas again says, "Pay attention to drink specials." This one, I I follow this religiously. Do you? Yeah, dude. I, I actually avoid it. Drink specials. Uh huh. Laura and I know where the specials are, and uh, that's where that's where we go. Well, so, what, like, what kind of specials are you looking for? Because I'll tell you what, I don't like. Uh, it, I'm it winds very up, picky. 
it winds up mostly being happy hour. Uh, we go to one place specifically for cocktails. Yeah. And we go to another place specifically. Well, every drink that you buy, you get like uh, a mini like appetizer thing. Yeah. So we'll go there for like a snackish. So so depending on like our mood of what we want. Mm-hmm. You know, or or for example, if we just want to like bullshit and like we will drink beer. There's this place that has unlimited wings, so we'd go there for. That sounds like a good idea. So we kind of like rotate. But what kind know? of? But but the drink specials are not. It's, the, you're, it's just it's food specials to get you to drink more. By the way. Well, well, so the, one of them that has like t effing rific cocktails. Uh, it's half price cocktails. I believe it's on Tuesday. All cocktails. I doubt that. Right. There's yeah, some, dude. All no cocktail. way. Yeah, it's on Tuesdays. It's only during happy hours. So, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Tuesdays, but it's all day, and it's half price cocktails. I mean, you wind up buying their sushi, and you you'll probably eat other stuff. Is that place you took me to? Sushi Lounge. Yeah, with yeah. The, with the cocktails, that place you took me to. Yeah, dude. Okay. And th- those That's, are good. Yeah, that was they're, half. They're gonna they're half price on Tuesday for cocktails. I, I believe it's Tuesdays. It's it's either maybe Tuesday or or Wednesday. I forget the exact day. Laura knows, but okay. we go there. Almost every week for and that. You can get like really high end stuff. Like you can get like a like a martini with, you know, Grey Goose or or like a high end gin. They're they're primo. Like and I'll get yeah. So I'll get like a dirty bird or I'm sorry. They call it a dirty sumo. It's like a vodka martini, but the dirty is like the olive juice. Oh, that's what we had. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love that. I'm addicted to. It, it, they're tougher to make. But, but see, um, most places like I like beer, so most places that have like beer specials, it's like Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller mm. Light. You know, Stella now is another one that's coming up. Sam Adams, if I'm lucky, will be half price. I I still like a good Sam Adams. But did you come to Cork City with us? I did go to Cork City. So that's the that's like the only bar that I know of in Hoboken that has like they have like every possible brew, whatever. Yeah, they did have a lot. I have to see when their specials are, actually. See, I, I guess I prefer to drink beer at home. I like going to brewery pff, breweries because most of the time you get a beer for five bucks, and mm. they're good beers. And if it, there's a special, then yay. That place we went to uh, by you was pretty tasty. Uh, Nodding Head, yeah, in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's yeah, mm. good. Um, not They don't think they have necessarily have drink specials all the time. There's a place right below it called the Oyster House that has like a ridiculously awesome happy hour. Oh my god, dude! Oyster House, just that name, it's, I would be there all the time. Dude, it is. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Uh, all right, let's oysters see. bring all the Andrew to the something yard. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Um, master the art <laughs> of the pregame. Mm. This is a. Uh, this is a good one. I have – so I have a little bit of a beef with it. Why? But, uh, all right. So cl- like there are some places where pre-gaming is a necessity, right? I will tell you where those are. New concerts, York City. No. Concerts and mm-hmm. sporting events. Tailgating yeah, is a must. Yeah, they screw you at sporting events. Like if you left, right, and not, sideways. You, you get – if at most you get one giant beer. That's it. Like that's what you get. Otherwise, you're gonna get tanked in the parking lot before you go in. That's mm. that's the rule. I'm sorry. You know what's interesting? I forgot which station. Uh, wh- I mean, which station, which stadium. But I was uh, I was reading online. There actually someone brought up a lawsuit because they're calling their large beards 
but they're actually in small cups. Like yeah. they're actually like, and just because they're calling it large, they're. But yeah, yeah. they screw you. In yeah. Um. Yeah, I. I. That's a great place to pregame. Now I used to do this thing. My friends lived in Philly, and we used to pregame at their apartment before we'd go out. The problem is, is we'd pregame so much by the time we went out, it was midnight. So we'd have so we'd have to walk oh, wow. there. It'd be twelve thirty. We'd be at the bar for an hour and a half, mm. and the main reason was because they didn't want to drink. Like they didn't want to spend money on drinks. They'd rather drink at home. And and I was I hated that. I'm like I want to go to the bar at like seven p.m. because I want to go and hang out at a yeah. bar for the entire. Like I want more out time, like out in the public See, and not I, sitting in I your apartment. I think that's the wrong way to pregame because like uh, I think like you should meet your friends at the bar at. X time, like 7 p.m. that you agree on, mm-hmm. and then you're pre-gaming until you get there. So, like, we have to go meet friends at a certain time, so Laura and I make stiff drinks. Before you go out. And we, we drink them while we're getting dressed and all that stuff. Yeah. That's a, that, I did that in the past, too. I've done that. When I've had a girlfriend, I've done that. I, wouldn't, mm. I would not drink by myself before I went out. I was going to say, maybe, maybe it's more of a couple Yeah, it's a couple approach. thing, yeah. Yeah. I know uh, I used to have a girlfriend who was very nervous meeting new people. She had got anxiety, so she would have to, like, chug beverages before she went out. You know, when, when I first started, like, seriously dating, I would, like, take a shot before I left just to kind of, like, <laughs> ease a little bit. Uh, I, I can't say I've never done that, so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I can't say I've never done that. Uh, I've definitely pre-gamed before. I, I actually recently pre-gamed before I made a speech. I had three glasses of scotch before I went on stage. And I, and I <laughs> My pre- name is Matt. <laughs> and I pre-gamed before I get on an airplane. Which I'll be getting on a plane with you in a few months. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm fine. I, I drink while I'm on the plane, but for enjoyment, not for anxiety. Mm. I do it for both. I mean, I enjoy drinking. Mm. Uh, but that's not pre-gaming in this sense because the idea is to save money. Before you go out to a bar and spend money, right? Right. Okay. Uh, Although it makes a. Uh, anyways, go on. Tip the bartender well. So do it you, sounds have, counterintuitive, right? No, uh, no, dude. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but throughout at least the time I've met Laura, we've had multiple bartenders that were, quote unquote, in our pocket. Yeah. We're like that's the idea. We would go, and the first like two, we would find out when they're there. First mm. two, three times, epic tips, like forty percent or something. Yeah, and then we then we start coming, and the free drinks come. Yep. We invite friends, and yep. they get free drinks, and and they make just, them stronger. Exactly, and because we we don't usually have like beer when we're out, we'll uh-huh. have like gin and tonic. Well, that's when it makes sense. Coke. You don't do it, you know beers. You might say like this one's on the. Wait, do we get a free drink? This when we last week in New York, didn't we? Didn't we go somewhere? And the guy said, you, "No, no, I think the girl gave you uh, free wine." That's right. She gave you and Laura. Free yeah, wine. that's right. She did. She's like, "Oh, this one's on me, guys." And I forget why. I think it's just because I'm awesome. I, I think she why because she knew how epically ridiculous the bill was going to be, and she needed to maybe relax, soften, us a little soften bit. the blow a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I go. What I do is uh, when I go to weddings. I tip the bartender like heavy in the beginning. Uh, I just and I and I know it doesn't make sense because it's like it's open bar anyway. You could not tip them all night. Yeah, but I just say like take care of me and like just and they usually do like they'll get me the better stuff. Like they'll mm. they'll go out of their way to like I, for me because it's because of scotch. When you go to an open bar, you usually have pretty bad scotch, 
and I've had a couple of times I've tipped the bartender and just had a little mini conversation with them. You know, how you doing? You know, what's it going to be like today? How you, how's your day? Here's $40. Give me the good stuff. And they usually do. So not saving money, but. I'll tell you, I did do that once. It was, I believe it was a communion. That was open bar. It was open bar. It was an open that's, bar communion. I, you know what? That's okay. I laughed, but I also, I also went to an open bar communion. Just and I'll tell like, you, like that's year. the only way to have a communion. I am not religious. It's hammered. Right. I, I don't. I've never been to as many communions as since I've been with Laura, but it was open bar, which was terrific. And I tipped him a little bit better because then when you show up with the horde of people, you, you get preferential serving. Like they'll, he'll, he'll see me and he'll serve me first. Uh, so the next one he has here is planned logistics. So mm-hmm. I actually have a good story for this. Uh, my, it was, it was, we planned a trip. It was, me and my two friends, right? And we were going to Philly. And the idea was to have a three-man epic beer crawl. That was the idea. So we went and got a hotel room in Center City. It was cheap, like 25 a person. Wow. I think it was like a $75 night a room. It was a Saturday night. So we knew, so we knew where the hotel was. The idea was each person got to pick three bars, Two of the bars that you were familiar with and one bar you've never been to but always wanted to go. That was the rules, right? Mm -hmm. So that's nine bars total. So we all had to – we were all doing this through email. We all picked the bars that we wanted. And then my friend mapped it out on Google and would like place these little markers and whose bar it was on Google Maps. And then what we did was we started at the hotel. So we had to drive to the hotel. We parked there. We went put all our stuff away. And then we would walk to the closest bar that was in. We had a map. We had printed maps. And we walked to the – we had one person that had control of the map. So we'd walk to the bar. If we could walk to the next bar, we would. And then we would say, okay, now we're going to go to this place. So we would order an Uber cab. Uber guy would come pick us up. Drive Like the idea – the reason why the logistics w- worked so well is because – and the reason why it worked well knowing where we had to go – was we saved a lot of money in traveling. So we knew where we could walk and where we'd have to get a cab. So That's true, because you could have been all over the place. Like yeah, if we didn't know, we could have been like, oh, let's go here. It's like, all right, well, we need a cab for that. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, you know, you're deciding on the fly. But if you know beforehand, you're like, okay, this is the time we have to get a cab. This is the time we can walk. And Or the idea is like plan it out so that you never have to take a cab. Like here's where we want to go, and we're going to go to these three places, and we don't have to take a cab to any of them. Dude, it worked out so well, and it, it turns out we hit all. We, and the idea was to get one beer at every bar, right? And whoever's mm. bar it was, they paid the tab. So if mm. it, you know, so if my, if it was, the, if, uh, if it that's was, a great setup, dude, it was dude. a great setup. If it was the bar that my friend picked, everyone got one beer of their choice, did not matter, and he'd had to pay for all of it. So at the end, and so you limited it to one drink per location, correct? Uh-huh. Right, one one beer. And one, there was a couple of places where we had cocktails. Like it was a cocktail place and not necessarily a beer place. So we'd allow one cocktail. And then the thing was that no one picked a cocktail place because that would be the expensive place, right? <laughs> but we got done all nine bars. And we were like, okay, we've had nine beers today. We started at, we started at noon. And mm-hmm. I think it was like seven or eight. And we went to, oh, we went to a, a restaurant that we didn't drink. So one of the stops was the 10th stop was the restaurant for dinner. 
mm. or for like lunch dinner and then area. after the food stops up all the alcohol then like you're yeah starting you're go- fresh. yeah and we went to it we went to a spanish uh like a mexican restaurant and they ate like a bunch of burritos and stuff uh which you know i know you love mm. and mm. uh then we got done Burrito. All, we got done all nine bars and we're like all right well now we can do whatever we want so we just walked and we found whatever bar we could stumble into we stumbled into and drank a beer there and then we kept moving until we you know got back to the hotel room and didn't have to cab did you keep did you keep those dutch like how did you no, uh, I, uh i for, i or it was whoever was the most wasted paid for everything <laughs> I forget how we did that. We probably we probably said, "All right, we're going to go to three more bars on the way back to the hotel, and we'll just split it three ways, you know, whatever." So, uh, worked. It's hmm. badass. Uh, yeah. So let's move on to uh, Kristen's tips. Her tips are uh, more about like specifically saving money on certain things. So, I, I these are things I've never even heard of. And I want to say that after this one. I want to preempt it before we go to her second tip. Okay. There is a beer search engine. And and this is what she wrote exactly. She wrote, I had no idea there was such a thing. Saveonbrew.com is a website that lets you search for the best beer deals nearby. They check specials at grocery stores, liquor stores, drug stores, and specialty change. All you have to do is go to the site, make sure you're 21+, plus, enter your zip code, choose a radius, and click Beer Me. Hmm. That's awesome. That's that is so awesome. awesome. That is really cool. I didn't you know, know that was a thing. Uh, there's, there's actually a few, and, and I could tell you I know because uh, my buddy actually started uh, this app. It's called Find My Tap because mm-hmm. he was he would he would want like say Boddingtons, yeah. and he'd be tired of going to the bars in the city, and they have like we have Bud, Coors, Coors, and Coors Light, yeah, and like all the other you know normal. And we they, know, he wanted I like good say, like, Well, do you have any good beer? They're like. We have a Sam Adams seasonal. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Like, okay, that's like maybe. But but what it would be is like you would pick like Boddington's as your beer and it would plot out on the map all the Boddington's near you yeah, so you know where to. So good. That's such a good idea. How did, yeah, it, so, how did it keep up though? Because I know there's a lot of so bars. Interestingly, that- he, he made contact with the bar owners and they kept it up to date. And he did like things like they had a portal and they'd log in and he'd update their Facebook page. I mean, we can go into the whole thing. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But well, um, is it still in existence? Yeah, absolutely. It's an it's an iPhone and Android app. Uh, find my tap, and it'll help you find good bars, the rated, blah blah blah. Uh, it it's awesome info, and all the taps are up to date. So at least if you're at this bar, you could look at the tap list before you enter. Dude, I I could really use that. Is it only in New York? No, no, no. He did uh, major places in New York, and I believe also in Canada. Did he do Philly? Um, I think it's a major place in New York. He he did the U.S. like pretty legit. Um, he paid people to scrape websites, and he 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 went hardcore. So, on if what about Philadelphia? It's in the U.S., right? Okay, try it out. Let me let me know. Yeah, I I'll, would I'll love that. I'll pass the word on if it I doesn't. I would love that. But I just want to say real quick because I thought this was really interesting because I'd went to uh, saveonbrew.com, mm-hmm. the site from uh, Kristen's article, and I was checking it out. And I saw this article. It says, need a job? Find out where you can get paid in beer. And it's like, where you can start your day with a piping hot cup of coffee on the house, drink five cans of beer and smoke on the job, get a free hot lunch on your break, work just six hours, and walk away with $13 in your pocket. And it's Amsterdam. And it's Amsterdam's program for alcoholics. 
to, to get alcoholics off the street and working. So they, they eat and drink for free, and they leave with $13. Which they'll probably spend on booze. Well, hopefully they're tanked enough after working and drinking for free. And it shows pictures of them like picking up trash on, you know, on the streets and stuff like that. But I thought that was pretty interesting. That is interesting. Actually, really interesting. It's a good way to take someone who may not be as useful to society as whatever, give them what they're going to take anyways, mm-hmm. you know, let them earn. It, it takes care of them. It's actually, I think it's pretty good. All right. So the second one she has is second label wines are basically cheaper versions of more expensive wines, to put it frugally. Secondlabelwine.com. Here's what I'm going to say about wine. And I think you'll under, you know this. Uh, I, I just read Think Like a Freak, uh, the book that by the mm-hmm. guy that, the guys that did uh, Freakonomics. Uh, first of all, if you. By the t- way, real, real quick, can I, can well, I. That's uh, on a point, but okay. Yeah, no, I'm interested to test railroad. Are you going to write a review for that one? Write a review for the book? Yeah. I, mean, I guess I could. It's good. I think it would be useful. Yeah. It's a good book. Um, basically, they said in the book that they've done studies where they've taken really cheap wine and put it in really expensive wine bottles, and they the people that were drinking it did not know the difference. Now, there's more to it than that, and I can, I didn't, I'm not going to go through the entire but it, it was like more like they thought it was better. They, yeah, it was perceived better because it was in the bottle, because of the label, right? Mm-hmm. So... It it goes to show you that you can find really good wine for ten bucks, and you can find really good wine for five hundred dollars. Like it doesn't matter. It, uh, yeah, you know, it's, do, it's the label that you pay for. Do, do you remember uh, bullshit from Penn and Teller? I'm aware. It's like a special or something, right? Or it was. It was. I think it was on either HBO or Showtime. Oh, yeah, they right. did the show and they would pick a thing like aliens are bullshit. Right. You know, it, expensive shit is bullshit. Right. And they did one and for. A part of the thing on the expensive shit, they did water, and they would put like tap water in a Fiji bottle, right? You know, and it was the same. It was the same thing. People I, thought I heard, it was better. I heard that they were taking white wine and dyeing it red. No way, and dude. people and like wine connoisseurs were like, were saying what, like trying to figure out what kind of grape it was, and they were screwing, like you know, sommeliers who have to do this. They yeah, were getting it wrong, awesome. and I'm like, yeah. but I also watched a documentary on Netflix called Psalm. Where they just, like they follow these four guys or five guys that are going to get their like master sommelier, you know, like to oh to be a, like a wine taster, yeah, to be like to, you know to work at a restaurant, like a really. I high hear there's work. like very few in the world. There's actually. very few, and these guys were studying for it, and it seemed like they knew what they were doing, but I, I mean, they had to know like a ridiculous, like they had to know like all the regions where the grapes were grown. I mean, bottom line is, um, I dr- I don't drink anything under. Over fifteen dollars. Mm, I don't. Same. I don't for per bottle. Per bottle, right? I don't drink yeah, yeah. anything over fifteen dollars. Because I'm going to drink it like it's eight dollars anyways. And here's so. the thing: I've had an eighty dollar bottle of wine before at a restaurant. Well, because so mm-hmm. it's not really eighty; it's probably like forty, you know. Uh, right. And it was good. It was really good. And I remember, I remember it. But I think I only remember it because it, I knew it cost eighty dollars. Right. Yeah. I, I don't remember the fifteen dollar you know bottle or the ten dollar glass. You know. Uh, drink Al is a website and an app. It scours nearby bars and restaurants and rounds up a long list of amazing drink specials in your area. It so also, Drink Aloe was actually the direct competitor to Find My Tap. There you go. And it's, it's the same thing. But yeah. this one is going through drink specials, including like beer, wine, uh, mixed drinks, and liquors. So it's not, you know, it's not just 
for beer. To be honest, not that I necessarily care to promote my buddy's things. We're not like such great friends anymore. But it, his bartenders, uh, if there was specials, they would update it. Yeah, beer specials but, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right. it was beer, just beer, right. specifically. Right. Yeah, yeah, no cocktails or anything. Yeah, this one's so Drink Al has cocktails in there and wine. So mm-hmm. if you're looking for wine specials, like half price wine glasses, which I, I would mm-hmm. in, be into, I would go for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Drink Al. Laura would definitely go for that. Oh, so what is it? Drinkal.com? Drinkal.com. Owl is O W L. How else would you spell owl? Why they could have been out drink owl. Like, like drink like owl. punch in the face. Yeah. Owl. Like okay. here, drink owl. Well. Uh buy in bulk. Hmm. I uh used to buy wine in bulk. My uh dad had as a friend who is a wine seller. Like a wine distributor, mm-hmm. like he goes to liquor stores and says he represents a certain brand, and he'd say, "If you guys buy a case of twelve bottles, they all had um, they all had to be the same grape. So like we would have to buy a box of twelve cabernet, you know, cabs or a box of twelve chardonnays, and there'd be four dollars a bottle, mm. and they were good wines. So what we would do is." We collect like four people. So it would be like my dad, me, his other friend, and his son, who I'm friends with. And we would all buy our own box for 50 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. And we would just get different ones. So like somebody would get a cab, somebody would get a Chardonnay, somebody would get a a, a Pinot Grigio, and somebody would get uh, a Pinot Noir. And then we would just just split uh, them up. Yeah. So we'd all get a really good idea. So we'd get a variety pack. Yeah. And it was like, Fifty bucks, you get twelve bottles of wine. So it was like what comes up to like four dollars a bottle or something like that. Mm. That's damn cheap. That oh, was awesome. Hold on, what am I doing here? Because like, dude, you and like uh, a girlfriend or something, you can get like tanked on a bottle of wine. Oh, I drink straight. Like, if I buy a bottle of wine, I drink the whole thing. Mm. That's probably I mean, not. I a good could thing. do that, you know. But uh, I do all the time. It's it's not good for you. Um, I go a little harder. I go for uh brandy and shit and you mentioned uh and she this is another tip she has is you mentioned here think twice about the larger beer uh if it only contains slightly more beer than the small beer it might not be worth it if it contains the same amount of beer than the small beer definitely not worth it Mm. and this is this i think um there was the idea of like applebee's right i think they do this shit where it's like you get the pint which is 16 ounces Mm. or the what do they used to call it it was 23 ounces of beer Interestingly, uh-huh. also, I mean, it's not drink related. I worked at Lowe's Movie Theater, and you have like your small, medium, and large popcorns. Yes. And if you take the medium popcorn and you pour it into the large popcorn bag, it almost fills it up completely. It's like basically an optical illusion. Right. Though the bucket is right, obviously the way they, huge. The way they do it. Yeah. And like it was those other things like that where they just get you because it looks bigger. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to do the math by ounce. To see if uh, it's worth it. So if a 16-ounce pint is, say, $4, but a 23-ounce is, like, $6, it might actually be worth just buying two pints, you know? Yeah. Like, at least at the movie theater, it made more sense to get the medium than pay an extra couple dollars for an extra handful or so. Right, yeah, right. But- uh, the last thing she has on this list, and I'm going to have to give uh, her some, some shit. Uh, not her, per se, but she, the last tip... It's a bonus tip. She said, I told my beer-loving boyfriend I was writing a post on how to save money on booze. His tip? 
buy Budweiser 30 packs for $17.99 at CVS. End of story. No, friend. I'm going to say that's the beginning of the story. No, friend. <laughs> uh, here's, here's how it is. First of all, in my state, in our state, New Jersey, we cannot buy 30 packs at CVS. Oh, yeah? Actually, we can't buy them, at least in Hoboken, beer. But I said New I Jersey. Say, we both live in the I, state of New I'm Jersey. I'm in New Jersey. Yeah, we cannot, I'm saying we cannot buy beer in, in, in grocery stores, and we cannot buy beer in drugstores. Did you ever know that? Uh, so I have an AMP that I can buy liquor in. Is it a liquor and store? It is uh, a supermarket. Okay. With a liquor store end, and it is not that thing where it's like. Is it only kind beer and of wine? a separate? Hmm? Is it only beer and wine? It's beer, wine, and liquor. So I can get a thing of Bacardi rum. I can get a six pack of beer and a bottle of wine and all and your food. get avocados and limes and and pasta or whatever. I can get anything I want. This is in New Jersey. And- in New Jersey, it's it's like a five minute walk from my apartment, and it's not one of those setups where they're like technically two separate buildings, and it's like one door. Yeah. Like it's completely open. I it's was, like clearly part of the. They don't have anything like that here. So Any, it's not even awesome. close. Because Pe- it's cheap, actually. In Pennsylvania, they have two separate buildings for liquor and beer and wine. Hmm. No, I'm sorry, wine and liquor and beer are two separate places. Uh, stupid. Anyway. Uh, but Budweiser is probably the worst beer you could drink on the face of the earth. And in fact, I am, my dad had sent me an article and I'm going to put it in the show notes and I got to, I'm going to look for it now. Um, Mm. there, there is a, uh, (laughs) and my dad sent it to me and I'm like, you think I don't know this? Of course I know this. They, Mm. They like, they don't make beer anymore. In in my eyes, like they they, they don't they use substitute like because barley is expensive, and which is like, you know, a quarter of what beer is. Oh, it's synthesized. It's not synthesized. They use uh, substitutes like corn because it's corn's cheaper. Soy rice. They use all these other fillers so that they don't have to buy as much barley. So it's technically it's beer, but you know, it's not if, if like you're enjoying a Budweiser. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. I, I mean, I look. Uh, you know, also, I feel like you didn't even need to, I mean, it's interesting that they, that they cut so many corners and they basically screw you, but, that's uh, why, that's like, why it's 1799 and yeah. it doesn't even get, you doesn't even have that much alcohol in it. Like, I, I mean, yeah, you taste it. It dude, doesn't even you, taste good. You can buy, uh, first of all, you don't need to drink 30 of them either. Why not buy one really good beer, you know, for 10 bucks? Oh, and get dude. friggin' hammered off of it. Like Boom. the Oma Gang, exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I, I've completely converted into, what do you call these bottles? Bombers. Bombers. I only buy bombers now because I can't They're do 24 ounces, packs. yeah. Uh, right? 9.4, f- 1.9.4 fluid ounces. So, I believe uh, maybe. One, I believe one pint's 24 ounces. But but the the point is, like, yeah, it's just, it's cheaper. I get more fl- different types and I feel like I'm digressing. Uh, hold on. I'm actually gonna do the one pint is 16 ounces. My bad. That's more than a pint, though, right? So it's 16 plus nine, so it's like 20. It's like almost 26. Okay, 26. Ounces. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. It would be 26. 26 uh, ounce bottles, right? It, it's it's like uh, 26 shy of. I mean, it's 0. 0.6 ounces shy of 26. Okay. Uh, <coughs> oh my lord. Um, I could go on a whole tear about how beer companies are the worst, but 
um, beer, like major beer companies like your Coors, your Miller's, yeah, the, InBev, basically. Don't mm. drink anything from InBev. Mm. They are assholes. Because they're basically screwing with the components of your beer. They're like they they're like monopoly. They're monopoly of they're monopoly of beer. They own everything. Yeah. Like even if you're, you're sitting there like, oh, I like Boddington's. Guess what? InBev. Mm. I haven't drank in a while, but I do like Boddington's. You like Goose Island? Um, I've had it in a while. It's because it's a little too hoppy for InBev. me. InBev. They don't oh. technically brew it, but still brewed by the. Uh, no, I know. I'm, but here's the but thing: the also, it's kind of not fair because you have all these small micro brew places, and InBev are buying them up. Here's here's because... if you're interested in this topic at all, mm. uh, Netflix has a documentary called Beer Wars, and that that will show you everything about how like these companies are just conglomerates, mega huge, and they just you know you know the the beers that we're drinking, the ones that we like. Only control like one percent of the market. Not even. I think it's like less than one percent. Well, or, the individual beer, but the craft, like craft brew, brew has what I'm saying. overall has been growing significantly. It's it now has like been. over ten percent is But like Budweiser and InBev like control fifty like I think Budweiser is like fifty percent of the market or something like that. I, I'm trying to remember what podcast I was listening to when they were literally talking about this and how uh X like uh what do you call it? Imports was ten percent of the market. Mm-hmm. Imports have increased slightly. And the ninety percent of domestics has decreased dramatically because like craft is like cutting into it. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's. I think that's it. But uh, mm-hmm. I want to thank Kristen Wong and I want to thank Thomas Frank for those posts and helping us so, out with this. Brokeopedia and College Info Geek. Yep, Brokeopedia.com and College Info Check those out. They are both good websites. Friends of the show, they've both been on. They're both, like, legit awesome. Yeah, so uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, if you guys have any questions about beer, even, if you guys want to send us some beer, we'd be happy to drink it on the show. If you want to send me coffee, I'll be happy to drink it on the show. If you need help finding your pub crawl. I I just want people to send me free stuff. (laughs) Yeah, we already started getting free stuff. Yeah, but I want coffee. Oh, my God, I love coffee. Hold on. Oh, my gang. Oh, my gang, I love coffee. Listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And if you like the show, and I hope that you do because you're listening, even though we did a whole episode on drinking beer uh, and, <laughs> and liquor. By the way, drink responsibly mm. and financially. Drink responsibly, comma, financially. Now, that, that should have been the... Nah, I like drink financially. Doesn't even just, make You should be responsible. Uh, if you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to iTunes, preferably. Uh, I want to read one from Glory Greyhound alliteration great show five stars i enjoy the show and the entertaining banter back and forth a refreshing personal finance show that isn't preachy and tackles real issues thank you glory greyhound and uh guys check out betterment.com we love betterment that's how i do all of my investing all my investing is through betterment so listen to moneymatters.com slash betterment and if you do that you sign up through that through that link you will get 25 dollars to start investing for free that's and you all. help support the show and you help cost support. you nothing yep uh, last but not least, if you guys want to learn more about personal finance, we're writing. Like, seriously Again, writing. I know. We, we took a little bit of a break. Money May was intense. And we us. are also posting up new episodes of this show every single day, every damn day. ListenMoneyMatters.com and ListenMoneyMatters.com. Every damn day. ListenMoneyMatters.com and ListenMoneyMatters.com slash show. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Thanks for hanging out with us. Go out there, crack yourself a beer, have a little cocktail, get a little wine going, but be, but do it responsibly and save yourself some money. So we look forward to hanging out with you guys, and we look forward to the next episode later. Mm, later, man.